Guys, if it wasn't for Chris, we would not have coffee this morning, so I'm very thankful for Chris. Thank you, Chris. Appreciate you, buddy. I feel like, you know, that we need to exercise this on a regular basis. Because you never know when the last moment's going to be that you see your kids, your wife, a friend. And it's so nice to be able to express these words of gratitude while people are here. So use this moment, this Bart Bryant memory moment, to express gratitude to people. And some of us, it struggles with coming out of our mouth. Exercise it. The more that you do it, the better that you get at it. So guys, use this moment as an opportunity for us to express to our wives today, for those of us that are married, our girlfriends if we're not, and just say, honey, I'm thankful for you, and here's why. And for some of your wives, they need to hear hear that. And they might be shocked and they might start crying on you. So be ready. So who's coming up, Bob? I think you're introducing our speaker this morning, which I'm really excited about. So come on up. The military table's leading this month. Here you go, Bob. I'd like to uh, open up in prayer now before we get going. Lord, we're so thankful that we can meet here at Four Rivers and all. It's such a nice place. We'd ask your blessings upon Eddie as he teaches this morning, that you would empower him and all with your message. Jesus' name, amen. Well, guys, you're in for a treat this morning. Eddie's kind of made an emergency fill-in for us. Right after this, he's going to be taken off to uh, be up in North Carolina. His uh, son plays on the uh, team, and uh, this is for uh, a college level, and he'll be running the Division II uh, championships and all up in North Carolina. Eddie is another one of those uh, lucky people People that got to marry a best friend and all his wife Renee and they've had three children and all and um, Justin 26 Benjamin 24 and Matthew 22 and Matthew's the one that's uh, a baseball player I forgot to ask uh, which position uh, I suppose he's uh, done catcher some of the time okay left-handed pitcher Great. And uh, Eddie, the way he worded, he had snuck in 11 years in the Major League Baseball. He was a catcher for the Indians, Astros, and the Reds over that time. And he had worked in ministry in Major League uh, Baseball players for 20 years total. And now he's uh, a lay and all in ministry out at the Walt Disney World Branch uh, campus and all of uh, Mosaic Church. Been about eight, eight years, I believe you said. And without any further, let's have Eddie up here. Thank you, Ed. Thank you, Bob. And yeah, we, this is the military table teaching. I'm not, I was never in the military. They just, they drafted me about a couple of years ago into their military, which is awesome. And uh, David, thank you for this morning. It's tough to follow that, but I'm honored to do that. I get to follow up on, on, on Kevin and, and Rodney the past couple times. They teaching on passion, boy, it, it was amazing. It, it got me fired up and, and ready to go. And, and our table gets to teach on personality and so you know it's it's easier to teach on passion when you get so excited and pumped up and fired up being an athlete but personality is, is, is a little bit differently and uh, so today I want to really talk about and share and find out how do we embrace or take up the person God has wired us to be like and for me how how I tried to think about how I wanted to share this and uh, and from the book is I remember back in my playing days golly we played every single we played 162 games in a year we 
take batting practice every single day on the field. And sometimes if it rains, you know, we don't and, uh, and on day games. But uh, batting practice is every day, you know, you got people, you got pitchers in the outfield. Usually the pitchers stand over one side because they don't want to shag any balls and, and the outfielders are getting work. Infielders are taking ground balls. But for catchers, you know, after I'm done hitting, you know, I really don't have much to do. So I'll go out in the outfield, shag some balls. But there's been some times, you know, you're out there every day. I got, I got a little bored. And I played on a team that had some really good infielders. Uh, I played with some gold glovers. Uh, Brett Boone won a couple gold gloves. A guy named Pokey Reese with us. He won a World Series with the Red Sox, actually. And, of course, the Hall of Famer Barry Larkin. And, th- and there would be times that, you know, I'd find myself. I see them taking ground balls. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go sneak up. And I sneak in there, and I get into shortstop and second base. I start taking ground balls with these gold glovers. And uh, it wasn't, didn't, you could, it didn't look the same as them. But after a while, a couple of them said to me after, after a couple days of doing it, they started getting on me. He said, Eddie, what are you doing out here? Well, I'm just, I'm getting some work in, working on my footwork and my hands. He said, they go, Eddie, you need to stay in your lane. I'm like, what does that mean? He said, Eddie, you catch, you just work, work on your catching and we'll do the fielding. All right. And I, oh, I got, and I got their drift. They were getting their work in and I found out, you know what? That obviously that is not my lane to be in the middle infield. That's why the big guy like me, they put me behind the plate. Uh, it was a lot easier, but I found myself in the batting practice. I went to play first base a little bit and they practiced on balls with the first and I did that. All that to say is, is sometimes th- th- there, there are things we need to learn in baseball. I need to learn to stay in my lane. I do the things that I'm good at. I was good at catching, but there's other things I learned, had to learn to do in baseball. You know, we had to learn how to, how to bunt, which I don't do anymore. We had to bunt to get guys over. We, we had to uh, learn to run the bases. I even had to steal, learn to steal a base every now and then. I didn't do that that often, but uh, sometimes, sometimes I did. Um, but we had to do those little things that maybe it's not in our lane, but we had to do things to help the team. There's also, too, sometimes, maybe just in life, we have to do things that are kind of out of our personality also. I remember one year, as I think it was 1997, we had some outfielders who get hurt, but not enough to, be, to get on the DL. And I was platoon in catching. I think that year, a local guy, Joe Oliver, great catcher. The Reds, we were platooning together. And I was, I was swinging the bat really well. And so we had a couple outfielders hurt. And I remember the coach coming up to me one day, goes, Eddie, have you ever played outfield? And in my head, I didn't want to, I, I said, yes, I have. And I didn't want to tell him the last time I did that was Little League. <laughs> All right. And so you would think you had to train so much to play a big league outfield game. And uh, you know what? The first time I played outfield was in LA. We're in LA. And all we did during batting practice, he hit me some fly balls. He said, hey, take some live off the bat and you're good to go. That's all we did. And they stuck me out in left field. My first time, so uncomfortable. And my center fielder at the time was Deion Sanders. So I told Deion Sanders, Deion, I got 10 feet this way and 10 feet that way. You got the rest. All right. And, and so all that being said, I was so nervous up out there. I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know. The ball, when the ball hit to me, I don't know what I'm going to do. Because of catching, you're in, the, you're in the game all the time. First ball ever hit to me from the batter. There's a guy hitting, he hits like this guy, big power hitter named Gary Sheffield. All right. And he hits the ball so hard. I was playing left field. And this is the night game. First, he hit a line drive coming right at me. And it went into the lights in, in Dodger Stadium. And I thought to myself, we didn't practice that. <laughs> 
<laughs> we didn't practice that one. And so I, I, I thought, oh my gosh, what, what do I do? So I said, just hold. Hold and see what happens. And luckily, I, I, a couple steps back, I got it. Otherwise, I would be I would be on an ESPN highlight for the rest of my life because I would have been right there waiting for it. And it could have hit off the wall. I would have never saw it. But, uh, but the point is, sometimes we have to do things that is out of our personality. And I played the outfield for about eight times in my career. Hated every minute of it. But I did it because it got me in the game. And it's something that the team needed me to do. And I played first base a little bit. But it was bet catching was, was the best thing ever. But what, here's what I want to share with you from our book. Chapter 5 of our, our Shape book says, it says, to embrace the person God made you to be along with, you know, he said, as it said, embrace the person God made you to be. And, and it has some great guides if you read chapter 5. And really quick, it had two, two, two questions. The two, two questions. How do you relate to others? And how do you respond to opportunities? I thought that was really great because it really, I went through it. I'm like, you know what? That's, now it makes sense of who I was in baseball and kind of what I am in life. It talked about how you relate to others. Are you outgoing or are you more reserved? You know, so I, I encourage you to go through it. I was more, I, to be honest, you might think I'm outgoing, but I'm, I'm really more on the reserved side. It says, are you self-expressive or self-controlled? And I tend to be more on the self-controlled side. That comes from baseball. A lot of guys play are so hyped up. I like to be kind of an even keel guy. And the other one is, are you cooperative or competitive? When it comes to a team setting, I'm very cooperative, but obviously in a team setting, I'm competitive. So I'm, I'm, a, I'm like a cooperative type of guy. So, and two, how do you respond to opportunities? This is really big. Are you high risk or low risk type? Type of person and you would think as an athlete you're high risk all or nothing but you know what for me I'm a low risk guy I don't like to take many chances I just I just want to make sure you know if they gave me a three-year deal I'm signing it because I don't I know it's guaranteed it's low risk I just go out and play uh, are, you, are you people person or are you like process and projects you know I'm a process and project guy that's, that's what wired me as a catcher you know I love the process but behind the plate of, of what we're trying to do and what we're trying to accomplish and also, do you follow or, or do you lead? You know, I see uh, as they, Ogden, I see him as a leader. And you would think, well, a catcher is a leader on a team. But yeah, they, they are. But I, was, I wasn't really a leader. I was more, I did lead, but I was more of, of a follow. I follow what the, what, what the team wanted me to do. I implemented it. I, I really enjoyed that. So, and, and it talked about, are you, are you more of a teamwork or a solo person? Obviously, I'm a teamwork. Or do you like routine and variety? You know, and I, I lo love routine. I know our table at the military, we love the routine, man. I love the routine every day, just something to do every day. So when we went through that, I could saw I saw from that book, you know what? That made sense of, of who I was as an athlete. And it really tied in to, to my personality, this guy, even in life. And it's also for us. And what I want to share with you is staying in your lane is a good thing. But the book, but and in the book it says, but when you are trying to be someone you're not, you're gonna be ineffective for God. So we, we, we want to try to be the person we want to be. We want to stay in our lane. When we learn, to, when we find out where that lane, that's the hard part. When we find out where your lane is personality-wise, man, that, that, is, that is a great thing. You know, I, I, went to, I, you know, I, was thinking, I wrote this down uh, when they were teaching on passion. You know, your passion will bring out and shape your personality for the glory of God when you realize you were wired specifically for a certain place 
and time. So we have a passion, which is awesome. And Proverbs 16.9 kind of goes with it. In his heart, man will plan his course, but God will determine his steps. And, and, and to finish up, kind of how that kind of played out in my life. And it was kind of a guide for me. Maybe it, it helped for you. You know, in baseball, you know what? Just like I told you, sorry, I, I knew my lane. I knew what I was good at. I worked hard at it. I stayed there. But I still had other things I had to do for the team and, and for myself. But I just concentrated what I was good at. Even though I had to do some other things that might have been uh, uncomfortable or out of my personality. And when I got out of baseball, when I think about our life, my, my, my life, you know, I, I knew how I was wired. And when I got home, I just had to start pursuing what I was good at, which really means just start. I just, just start doing something. Find something that you like, that you're passionate about, and just start. If it's not a good fit, doesn't fit your personality, you don't, you don't have to do it anymore. And, and embrace. Embrace the things that, that are going to come. Sometimes we worry so much about, man, is this the right fit? You know, God's in control. Embrace what's going to come and what God has for you. you got to trust, like in sports, anything, trust the process. Trust God. And in ministry in my life, you know, I understood my personality and gifting. A lot of people helped us with that. And Jim Butler, who was here, helped us with that. You know, understanding how you're wired, you know, your kind of personality traits. In ministry, I found my lane where I like to, I'm an encourager. I like to come beside people. I like to work hard. I like to be behind the scenes. I don't like to be up front. And start doing. Just, you know what? Start just start doing something, keep going, and lastly, keep growing is the most important thing. Let keep letting God work in your life, work in your heart, you know, enhancing your personality, bringing that out. The fruit of the spirit, you're impacting others, and others are also impacting you. And before we get to our questions for the group, I want you to just try to remember this your passion is where your heart draws you towards, and your personality is the way you are wired, will help you love and succeed what you are passionate about. Your passion is where your heart draws you. So your, your passion draws you somewhere. Your personality, the way God's wired you, will help you love and succeed what you're passionate about. And, and, and when you find people like that and what they do, you know, what their passion, their personality, when they fit together perfectly, you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna see that. And so that's, that's what I wanted to share with you guys today.